0: I want to get this out of the way quick so I can play with my new Mysterio statue. Get what out of the way? This! This waste of time that we're doing right now.
1: This thing that serves no one and provides no benefit whatsoever.
0: Yeah. Oh,
2: Conrad, I, I saw many people say, What the heck? Where's Conrad? He hasn't been on the show for two weeks. This isn't even the same show. I don't want this show call this show something else. Well,
1: said. I mean, that's that's all well and good, but the simple truth is that you are not more famous. So I don't know what the fucking point is.
2: I got, like, 50 more Twitter followers. I got a hat.
0: Whoa. The hat came. Hold on. You've got 50 Twitter followers and a hat.
1: Well, this has completely changed my perspective on this.
0: We're well on our way. I'm going to get it synced up, then you can tell us about this terrific hat. Tell me what the matter is, tell me-
1: Jonathan was on Road Rules' Northern Trail in 1998. Since then, he has appeared in precisely zero award-winning TV shows, blockbuster movies, or community theater plays. We are here to fix this. We are here to make Jonathan off Road Rules a star. Boston's favorite son will ride again.
0: Okay, Jonathan, you have some startling, headline-shattering news for us today. That's what I've been hearing on The Grapevine. That's what I heard when I tuned into the Entertainment Network and watched The Soup. They're all talking about it. Uh
2: Yeah, well, I am talking about it.
0: I got a hat. Whoa! And I was supposed to. Wowie, wowie zonkers! <laughs> Come on, it's it was a free hat. Tenth, Tenth Street Hats sent it. Wait, free hat? Jinkies! I'm bringing that. I'm bringing that back. By the way, that's a, that's a, a personal announcement. Not to tread on your big news, Jonathan, but I'm bringing back jinkies.
2: I didn't know jinkies ever went away.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, there was a moratorium on it unofficially during the Obama administration, but ease out, Trump's in, Jinkies is back, America is finally great again.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of Velma backlash towards the end of the aughts, um, yes. but I'm glad to hear that uh, that maybe, maybe I think the time's come for it to come back. Yeah. So, I, yeah, it, nobody better to spearhead it than you.
0: Absolutely, I'm I'm a big proponent of the Jinkies movement. Jonathan, does your hat have Jinkies written on it, Jonathan? No, it's
2: a a straw hat. It's sort of (gasps) floppy. A straw hat? Uh Uh-huh. I I was supposed Uh. to wear it per your instruction that you may have forgotten. You wanted me to have a jacket kind of draped over my shoulder, maybe holding it with one hand. I was supposed to write the word meat with meat on my chest and take a picture of it with a hat. I remember this stuff word for word.
0: I did. I do recall at one point in my life suggesting it might be a good celebrity look for you to wear a straw hat and have meat written on your chest in meat.
2: It's because I was getting the hat. It was coming. And then it came, and then everyone I know that is like around during the two hours a day when there's sunlight so I could take a picture that's not bad. Said, no, I'm not taking a picture of you with, the, with raw meat on your chest, no.
1: That's where they draw the line. What kind of friends are they? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, you know we wouldn't leave you hanging like that. Yeah. Meat on your chest unphotographed.
0: I would insist on photographing meat on your chest. All kinds of meats. And cheeses. I want your chest to be a living charcuterie ball.
1: You are going to be the least kosher chest in town.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't given up on the picture. Listeners to
2: the show are uh, well, well aware... ...of the picture request, and we're very upset that I was unable to process the request and, and make good on it. But I did take a picture of myself, de-aged by about 40 years, wearing the hat, and I held a contest for a free Steam game, because they just get emailed to me sometimes. And Tenth Street Hats got like 10... no, I'm sorry, 50 new followers out of it. So 50 is the magic number about followers
0: today. I want you, Jonathan, hmm? and hear me out on this one, Okay. Follow me down this country road as I take you home, okay? Sure. Don't don't nip it in the bud, don't shoot it down. All right? Don't put concrete overcoat on it. I think you should walk around town nude, Ugh. save for ground beef chuck molded around your nether regions like a big beefy loincloth, right? A meatkini. A meatkini. Almost, right? I want sausage links draped over your shoulder, down your torso, like a bandolier, right? And I want bacon wrapped around your head like a bandana. And I want you to go around calling yourself Hambo. The irony being that none of the meat on you is ham. There's the satire of the situation.
2: Well, bacon is a uh, ham-like. It's ham adjacent. mm but you're right it's not directly and i could have just got ham where the bacon was but i didn't
0: at what point does bacon become ham is it just there needs to be more pork meat well the ham ham is the leg the ham is the leg jonathan and the bacon is the eyes (laughs) (laughs) you flatten pig eyes down until it tastes of bacon that's how bacon works jonathan i
2: didn't i've never i i've always avoided pig bacon because I couldn't figure it out. And then I took care of some pigs in a hotel room in Chicago, like we've talked about. And then the idea of eating bacon just seemed sad to me.
0: Oh, yeah. You're you're Boston's premier pig fancier. <laughs> Don't
2: go. I couldn't even remember the names of the pigs. So I, I clearly didn't like them that much. I just, they, they got humanized to me by the, the care.
1: Well, it's just, no, you've dealt with so many pigs now in your life that... You can't keep track of them all.
2: I don't know about that. I mean, I I do have a really tough time remembering people's names and kind of, like, caring about their existence because there's just so many people in my world now.
0: What you're saying, Jonathan, is that you're very close to nature, aren't you? Uh, you've held a pig. You've seen some grass, I imagine, in your time.
1: Well, he's, wor- he's worn a straw hat. You've worn
0: a straw hat. What's more nature-like than that? Everyone,
2: uh, you know... Tell 10th Street Hats that you're so glad that they gave me a hat so they won't be mad that they gave me a hat. Because they seemed a little mad. They emailed me afterwards and I was like, so, <laughs> where's the content? <laughs> and I sent them a picture of, of the hat being like, look, you got 50 free followers. I gave away a game on Steam. They
0: had no idea what I was talking about.
1: And they're like, no, we want meat. We want what was promised.
0: <laughs> yeah. Fulfill the meaty contract, Jonathan. They actually emailed back and said, excellent
2: content, and that was like it. So who knows?
0: Well, they're going to be even more pleased with your next venture because as you have gone on record as saying, Jonathan, you are very close to nature. Uh, I mean, I, I, I go to it. I, I know about it. You're practically already living in the woods. Why not go the whole hog, so to speak? We were talking about pigs earlier. Why not take your love of nature to its logical conclusion and live in the woods as the Wood King?
1: Sort of like a Walden Pond situation?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm always thinking about your career, Jonathan. I'm always thinking about raising your profile. I'm always thinking about taking Boston's favourite son to the next level, get him his Netflix special, get him his Hollywood movie deals, get him on WWE playing the wrestling. And the, and the Wood King... I mean and the wood king's going to get you there because what's more fi- what is more famous than royalty they're the ultimate celebrity they they do little and they get much in return that's true there we go i mean you ask any capitalist that's good business
1: well i mean i think it's well known by this point that the british royal family primarily serves a function as a tourism attraction
0: yeah mm. i want you jonathan to sit on a log <laughs> That's about it. (laughs) I'd just like to see you sat on a log. Sat on a log, wearing very few clothes. In fact, you wouldn't be wearing any clothes at all. In the the woods, you wear skins.
2: Like in The Revenant?
0: Yeah, exactly like in The Revenant. Starring uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hardy. The two and the same. Now, I know you, Jonathan. You're going to be like... Oh, but I don't want to be the one to kill and skin the deer. Oh yeah, no. You you wouldn't want to kill a deer and skin it and wear its skin. Definitely not no. That's fine. I've got you some potato skins. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: got the- You've got potatoes? What? Yep, 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 yep. We've got a whole pile of peeled potatoes that we're going to throw the potatoes out. Don't need those. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Chuck them in the river. Right. Did
0: you really say potatoes? Are you...
1: What's happening? I made you
0: a crown out of sticks. (laughs) What's
1: going on? Crown of sticks, a loincloth of potato skins.
0: And a big branch as your royal branch that you hold. And you sit on a log decreeing things to the birds and squirrels.
2: And, uh... Seems like um, I'd be one of those people who thinks they're a ruler, but they're not, like... uh, I think Nine Inch Nails has a lyric about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that famous uh, Nine Inch Nails song, King of the Woods. I sit on a log and I hold a branch, I wear my potato skins, and I'm basically a king.
2: (laughs) But he's, if I remember correctly, Trent Reznor is like... He's got tree bark, and a fool is he. Ah! Like, he really frustrates Reznor. I don't want to frustrate Reznor.
0: Maybe not, but I would like to see you running around the woods going, ah! <laughs>
2: That's just the Trent Reznor song. That's the, it's, it's not what the king does. He's just being sung about like that. You'd have to get Trent Reznor to sing about me like that.
0: No, no, no. Imagine this. Imagine how delighted a rambler would be, a hiking party would be, if they were wandering around the woods, right? Doing, I don't know, taking photos of birds, rubbing some chalk on a piece of paper that they put up against tree bark like idiots, right? You
1: know, getting mad content for the gram.
0: Yeah, doing their, their gram content for their Instagram folders, right? Taking photos. Oh, look, it's me near some leaves. When you, Jonathan, descend from the trees. <laughs> <laughs> when me and Conrad lower you down with some ropes and pulleys. You, covered in TFI Friday's oven baked potato skins that we've stuck onto you. With, mostly with mayonnaise. We'll hope they hold. With your big wooden crown... Just big sticks all matted up over your head, right? A tree branch in your hand, and you're lowering down on top of them. And they just sit there? With, with acorns in your mouth, and you're just dribbling the acorns down on top of them. Just They're just standing there while they I, while I ha- come on down. <laughs> oh, they're loving it. They'll be taking mad pics for the gram, son. As we lower you on top of them very quickly so they can't get out the way, and you just sort of collapse on top of them and go, I am the king of the woods, and here is my woody decree. You are the perfect drug, the perfect drug, the perfect drug. And then you do Nine Inch Nails' perfect drug to them, regally. That's I swear to God there's a Trent Reznor song
2: where he, he does talk about bark... And like a king on a throne, and like, but it was all for nothing.
0: Ah, something like that, right? I mean, yeah. Once you've once you've spat your acorns out your mouth at them, then you go, "It was all for nothing." Ah. And then you run into the river. You run into the river and you splash about in the water saying, come to me, my new wood nymphs, dance in the river with me. Dance the dance of forest life. As you encourage and we sort of poke at the, the hikers and ramblers with big sticks. Me, There's a lot of sticks involved in this. Um, Conrad and I found some like real good poking sticks. Oh, yeah. They got real sharp, sharp ends to them and everything. As we encourage our new forest friends to, to cavort in the river with you, Jonathan. They, they are the nymphs? Yeah! <laughs> they, they now hold court among the fair folk of the
1: forest. I mean, this whole thing is nymph recruiting yeah. at its heart.
0: You're dancing around, the potato skins have sloughed off you, and they're just floating, bobbing around <laughs> in the river while you dance and cavort. And you say, come in here, my new wood nymphs, drink, drink the water of life. And you like scoop up some river water with your hands and you slurp it down. Oof. And we, we encourage the wood nymphs to do the same. Get in the river, we say, get in the river or we'll jab you some more. Get in the river, drink river water, live with us forever in the forest. We do that enough times. You're going to have an entire kingdom of wood nymphs. Oh, you won't be needing these bags anymore. We'll take those. What's in here? Pull stuff out. Oh, look, a Jack Skellington scarf. They've, they've been shopping at Hot Topic.
1: Well, those are the sort of people who spend a lot of time in the woods, obviously.
0: Yeah. In the summer. It's summertime. In the summer with Jack Skellington scarf. Basically, they don't need possessions anymore. They'll live off the forest's bounty. You don't need this. You don't need these shoes. Give them to the forest and the forest will give back. And then that's when you, like, grab their ankles. (laughs) They're near the riverbank. You grab their ankles and yank. Pull their shoes off, throw them to us, and we'll run off with them and sell them on eBay. They don't need shoes anymore. They're eating. They're eating from the forest. They're eating tree bark. You'll show them the way. Come with me, my wood nymphs. I will show you the ways of the woods. Eat this tree bark. oh nom 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 nom. It's the perfect drug. Man, on
2: one end, I'm 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 preaching that they don't need their stuff and they can just live from what the wood provides and then on the other hand you're selling their stuff for money because we want to spend money on other things I
0: guess (laughs) I mean
1: yeah well yeah certainly I mean It'd be wasteful if we just, you know, took all of the things away from them and threw them away. It makes way more sense for us to turn around and sell all of their earthly possessions, which can then be used uh, for various means of encouraging more people to come to the woods. See, it's all a cycle.
0: It's an economy, Jonathan. It's the economy of the woods. The woods economy. We tempt people into the woods. We alleviate them of the burden of their earthly possessions. We sell it on eBay. We buy more blinking lights. I mean, that's
1: that's the barconomy in action. Blinking lights?
0: Yeah. We fill the woods up with blinking lights so people are like, oh, what's that blinking light over there? They walk in. And they say, ah, you've been tempted by the heart of the forest. That's what that light was, definitely.
1: Give us your shoes. See, it's all a reflection of the free market. We get their stuff for free and we take it to the market.
2: <laughs> it's a little, I mean, John Lennon, if I remember correctly, said, uh, imagine no possessions. It's easy if you try. He
1: was
0: writing about this. Well- <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, John Lennon famously wanted to wear a crown of sticks and sit on a log in the woods and take people's shoes to sell them on eBay. That's what the song Imagine is about.
1: Imagine there's a woods king.
0: But he did. He did um, want them to imagine no
2: possessions, but he himself had possessions and made a lot of money off the song. About- he
0: hated it. He wished he didn't have possessions. That's the thing. He had legal obligations to his record company. He couldn't live his days in the woods eating poison berries. You can!
2: So I'm getting to live the life John Lennon
0: wanted. (laughs) Yes! You're the new John Lennon. You're the you're the Wood King. John Lennon off-road rules. I don't know if John Lennon would have envied me that much
2: because of the crimes. Huh? He doesn't he never wanted to do crimes John Lennon. I just saw a, a movie. What crime?
1: What crimes? Uh, you know, I don't know about that. I'm pretty sure all that dope he was smoking was illegal.
0: They wouldn't be in the forest. That's another reason he wanted to go. With some of our eBay money, we will be like smuggling in some Some dank ganja for you, Jonathan. (laughs) What? Because what kind of Wood King wouldn't be high off his tits?
2: I really, I don't
0: smoke that stuff. You will probably want some after you've spent enough time in the woods. I mean, if once you try it, you can get hooked. Well, if you have enough of it, it'll help the poison berries go down. Or, at the very least, you won't worry about quite how much you're pooing. Can't I just choose the. Not poison berries, just the blackberries or the blueberries. Jonathan, i why aren't you following me on this? I want to sit you on a log covered in potato skins with a crown made of sticks, and I want to feed you poisoned berries out of a big leaf like it's a plate until you stop shitting. How is that unreasonable?
2: But... It- Because
0: I'm dead, like... Not all poison kills you. Some of it just upsets your stomach a lot. That'll kill you too, though. You won't be just eating poison berries. You'll be eating droppings. (laughs) Like poop? Well, I mean, if you say it like that, it sounds bad. But if you say droppings, it sounds like natural forest harvest. And isn't that what we're all here for? The natural harvest of the, the fruit of the forest. Ugh. Don't eat actual fruit. That's for the birds so they can produce the droppings for you to eat. Could, there's so many other options is what I'm thinking. I mean, yeah, I could... Tree bark we've already covered. During, it's almost fall season. So there'll be plenty of delicious red and brown leaves for you to eat. Some of them will be yellow. <laughs>
2: that, that's the selling point. Yeah. Yellow.
0: Yeah.
2: The, okay. Uh, I'll try to give Look at ulti. the
0: leaves. Look how they fall for you. Do poison berry poos. They're all yellow. You see, that's what Coldplay sung about. The poos are yellow. Because of the leaves.
2: I think they're called Neon Deity Games. They made uh, uh, Shoot She Me, a game about being a fish, shooting stuff. They're listening to this podcast now. They're making a new game called Junk Puncher. <laughs> so they're game developers. You know, they're selling thousands, maybe millions. I don't know. They're like, so this show is just about Jim Sterling trying to get you killed. What? That's what they said. They, they never heard it
0: before. That's a slanta. That is slander. I'm trying to make you fame I just try to make you forest royalty.: It's death. It's, it's, uh,
2: it's a recipe for death. It's, uh, it's a horror movie. It's like, um, I'm, I'm just wounded.
0: I, I feel I feel physically sick because of what I said.: I'm feeling very attacked right now, Jonathan. Um, I, it's not I mean, you're a great guy, Conrad, you're great too.: I think you've come in here, Jonathan. After we've worked so hard to make you famous, and I know what all this is about. I know what this is all about, Jonathan. What's it about? You are worried that if you wear only potato skins and they slough off in the river, everyone's going to see your Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me tattoo. I was so sure we were... We're off from this.
2: I am really curious about whether my body is revolting or not. Because I think it is, but then other people say it's not. And I I need some sort of hot or not definitive answer that doesn't come from the hot or not website because that's that's not definitive.
0: That was really popular for a while. Yeah. I think these days it would be considered quite vile. Rightly too, I would imagine.
1: I was just talking about that the other day, actually, oddly enough, that how there's no way that sort of objectification could possibly fly in 2019
0: unless <laughs> oh every picture on the website was jonathan Holmes off road rolls well, oh well oh where john or not john or not no actually what if we reversed that and it was hot or john and they had to choose between whether john looked sexy or whether it looked like he was way too warm and there's a spoiler you're gonna be way too warm in all of them we're going to take photos of you in a sauna wearing woolly jumpers and Jack Skellington scarves. And we're also going to have some heat lamps in there and turn them up right hot. So I would be very hot. Very sweaty. But their
2: choices are hot or John.
0: Sexually sweaty. Ah. Ooh. So they can't... Get pick. a sweat on, girls. That's what you're going to say when we film you. Just glistening. Yeah.
2: That's, but it's so sexy when it's like... You're fully
0: clothed in this one. Normally, you're not in our ideas. This time, you are fully clothed. You are... Fully clothed.
1: Double layered. I mean, we're still going to want you to be, you know, a little coy, a little, you know, flirty. Yeah. You know, maybe just bite your one, you know, like your index finger and, you know, do some pouty eyes. What? Pull
0: your pants down and show us your junk. That, Ugh. I uh, uh
2: I mean it's flaw the flaws are in the concept and the execution is just really this isn't how I would find out if I'm disgusting or not
0: <laughs> Can we we disgusting or not you- it is you'd be imagine it right you're in the sauna you're working up a sweat you're lifting weights we're filming you you're just like hey girls I'm really sweaty today. I'm wearing three t-shirts and they stink. Now I'm going to eat an onion like an apple. And then you eat an onion like an apple.
2: Gross. I don't even like onions that aren't like apples, let alone. And oh man, people think I'm pretty gross sometimes as it is, let alone if I advertise that I'm wearing three t-shirts and I stink. That's really, <laughs> it's a very thumbs down is what what it is It's very thumbs down
0: i know what's wrong here jonathan you have low self-esteem i don't know if i do you needs to feel beautiful and you are beautiful no matter what they say no words can't bring you down it's very good does that make you feel better but
2: so when i mean that song just tells everyone they're beautiful. So if everyone's beautiful, then no one is beautiful. It's, all, it's a, on a scale. Oh,
0: this is really low self-esteem, John. It's a competition. Not even Christina Aguilera can pick you up. And she's a genie in a bottle. And dirty. <laughs> but she's like John Lennon. Not she's even just, you know. Christina Aguilera, the dirty genie, can pick you up. That's a shame. I know how we do. I know how we fix this.
1: Fashion show! Oh, of course! There's going to be nothing better for raising your self-image than getting you to some hot, hot fashions. Fashion! Turn to the left. Fashion! Turn to the right.
0: Girls on film. Homes on film. Right. We are going to make a runway, a walkway, a catwalk. That was the word I was looking for. We're going to make a catwalk out of some wooden pallets and shipping crates. We'll erect those. Uh, in a l- Applebee's, we'll break into an Applebee's overnight, and we'll we'll they knock over all the tables, get them out of the way. No one wants them, and we will erect a catwalk out of wooden pallets and shipping crates.
1: We could just use the bar. They'll have a bar at the Applebee's.
0: Ooh, even better. How fun would it be if you were in an Applebee's, Jonathan, you were at the bar drinking, then suddenly a pair of military boots hone into view, stomping on the bar st- and stamps on your cocktail glass, sending glass flying everywhere like glittery sparkles in a fashion show. Uh, I mean, it's terrifying. It's, it seems like a military... <laughs> you no, know you're wearing fashionable military boots, some cut-off jean shorts... <laughs> Very short shorts, Jonathan. Very short cut-off jean shorts. You're wearing a mesh tank top as whatever music's playing on at the moment. I don't know. Rawhide. I don't know what they're playing Apple Biz, Rolling, 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 rawhide. That's gone. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. Oh, no. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. Everybody, shut your mouths. It's fashion time. Look at those boots. Look at those shorts. Look at that tank top. It's me. That's not fashion so it's not good fashion. <laughs> you're kicking glasses off the bar.
2: This is what it, it it's not. So, I mean, I'd love to know what good fashion is. You've got is, the
0: but... olives that are at the bar and you're just hurling handfuls of those at the patrons and they're loving it. <laughs> why
2: would they why would they love it?
0: I don't know.
1: <laughs> Grab a couple uh like a lemon couple lemon wedges off the bar and just like playfully rub them over your nipples. What? Yeah.
2: That's so I'm a real it's like you've seen that so Raven. I'm like the dad from that So Raven. Picture him trying to be a sexual zesty forward with his his uh his body kind of guy. Nobody wants it. I mean, somebody wants it, but most people don't want it for sure. Do they
1: not want it or do they just don't know they want it?
0: So now it's so you've seen
2: it. I mean, that's what they said about Star Wars, so you have a point like. People thought nobody wants that, and then they saw it, and they're like, that's what I want. But I'm not Star Wars, I don't think. Wait, am I Star Wars?
0: No. You might be onto something. I don't think I am. I'm just saying, Jonathan, that I would like you to eat a bar of soap like it was a chocolate bar. And that's Star Wars, kind of? It's It'll be something. Has any of this episode been funny today? <laughs> What? That's the question on my lips. Nothing I've said feels like it was entertaining for the listeners. Oh no,
2: they were, there. I was, if I picture someone else being me, then I can notice if the show will will capture the imaginations of anyone. And it
0: certainly, you certainly whisked. I think my self-esteem's down today, Jonathan. Pick me up. That's not right. Make me feel good about myself. Make me feel beautiful. Make me feel lusted after. Well, sure, yeah. I mean, people want to have sex with you all the time. I hear about it regularly. They're like, man, he is so passionate. Jonathan... You just hear that from me. <laughs> That's not true. That's just me calling you up in the middle of the night talking about how much I want to have sex with myself. <laughs> no, it's not. No,
2: people people uh, want to be you. They want to be with you. They want to, to know what it's like to really make you feel something. They want you to make them feel something. It's all sexual. It's what they want. It's true.
0: It's because of who you really are, too.
1: And yet, you resist us at every turn. I'm just, I'm so confused. Yeah,
0: for so some reason you don't want to hunker this man, mate. Well, I'm, like, practically
2: asexual. Like, I have a sexual
0: thought. Yes, you are
1: asexual being, we know.
2: Me? Yeah, you're a sexual elephant. No, I mean, <laughs> no. This part of why I don't know if I'm sexy is because I don't want to have sex with, like, any
1: anybody. Mm-hmm. And yet you're unwilling to believe us when we repeatedly tell you that you are.
2: Yeah, I mean, not no offense to you guys, I I'm not calling you ingenuine, but you do kind of, you go on flights of fancy now and again. You sort of play stuff up, so it's hard to know what's real and what's not sometimes.
1: Wounded!
2: <laughs> it's a flight of fancy, it's just a, you're just having a, a light
1: diversion, just sort of I like... mean, we fancy you, but you don't seem to want to believe it.
0: No. And that that's an insult to me because that's a knock to my taste. You're saying, I'm, you're saying I am you are don't know what's sexy when I look at you and I say, God, I'd like to see him naked in a barrel of chestnuts.
2: I think you've sincerely once said to me, because I was feeling competitive with my old colleague, Max Scoville, because he is tall and funny and he has a full head of hair. And I was like, man, Max Scoville's so sexy. And you were like... You're sexy too on the inside. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know what that means. Because Max Scoville's like legitimately like junior Ryan Reynolds sexy. Like he and Ryan
0: Reynolds I, were. I think what I may have said at the time. This sounds more likely would have been. I think you're sexy too. If I'm on your insides.
1: If I'm inside you.
0: That's basically it. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: So as long as you're you're feeling... you're sexy
1: if i'm on the inside
2: yeah right whereas max is sexy on the outside
0: max Scoville from ign.com is sexy on the outside you should be naked in a barrel of chestnuts so i can't shake that image i think that would be your peak hotness it's
1: a great visual
0: mm-hmm. i don't know there's a i know you it's, naked uh, big wooden barrel full of chestnuts you get into it and then you wear a robin hood hat.
1: Yeah, and it would probably come up about waist high. So, you know, it would be covering up your 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 genital region. Yep. And that's just enticing on a whole other level because you're like, "Hmm, I wonder what's going on down there."
0: Yeah. And if if you're still worried you won't convince people that that is sexy, well, you will have the power to do the convincing because the barrel's got wheels on it and we will be trundling you down the street while you hold a megaphone and yell, Behold, the sexiest boy! I'm 42. I'm 42. Sexy chestnut barrel boy! Do you want some chestnuts? Help yourself! And you may get a little surprise if you dig down deep enough, my penis. Wow. And people are invited... To see how far down the barrel of chestnuts they can reach and if they can grab a hold of your honker. My honker, my, my. Yeah, when they. If you feel someone tug on your nuts or your penis, you go honk, honk, we've got a winner, and your prize is more chestnuts. And that's when you take off your Robin Hood hat, and there were chestnuts in there the whole time. And they just fall out. That's the twist, that's the weird part. <laughs> yeah that's the shocking surprise. Yeah that's the weird part. Sure all of those hot girls at the club are gonna be like I could I didn't think this night would get better. I got to I got to pull on the chestnut barrel boys honker and then he lifted his hat and chestnuts came out. We're doing all this in a nightclub on a Friday night wheeling you around the dance floor
2: and you're yelling get out of the way, get out of the way! Because what I'm doing is important
1: for me and them.
0: (laughs) Yes, way more important.
1: Clear the path, sexy chestnut barrel boy coming through.
0: Any girls aged 18 to 25, get your hand in this barrel and grab hold of me nuts. So
2: only only people like 20 (laughs) years younger than me are...
0: Oh, yeah. Like, this is really shallow, what we're doing. Disgusting. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I... I am the judge of what is beautiful... And I've decided I
1: am beautiful, plus all the ladies age 18 to 25. Provided they will reach into the barrel to retrieve, retrieve your nuts.
0: Retrieve the nuts, yes. I, so... Out I of mean... the way! Out of the way! We'll give you a stick as well. We've got some left over from when we were in the woods. We'll get you a big what we call a parting broom. It's just a tree branch. But you use that, if you see any like hot couples on the dance floor dancing together, you shove that branch in between them and just start batching them away from each other. Separate, separate. I'll decide who is sexier among you and I shall be the one to take this dance. Wow. And then you look at them each really scrutinizingly, And whoever you decide is hotter, you look at the other one and you say, You're hideous. Get out of my way. You're fucking ugly. I'm dancing with the hot one. And then you go up to them and just start going da-da-da-da. Duh, 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 duh.
1: Yay, yay. With his legs, you know, fully in the barrel, he may need some help. uh So w- we'll probably have to be, you know, behind you, rotating the barrel back and forth. Yes. Like, I
0: mean, we we're there the whole time. <laughs> we're there the whole time, <laughs> covered in bundles of sticks. What? Yeah, yeah. So- we're gonna like wear. We're we're wearing like. Almost this, um, just like lots of tree branches and sticks all over our bodies. And we've got like masks also made out of twigs, a bit like in the film Kill List. And we're like pushing the barrel behind you, just going. We're your tricksy sticksy Pixies. So, so
2: this was. Uh, website, right? <laughs> <laughs> Called, like, hot or, hot or Not or Hot or John. That's where... Yeah, I
0: mean, that's where it started, but now we're talking about the sexy chestnut barrel boy in the dance clubs. Were well, you going to get some hot snaps for your gram here? I, I mean, divide- I would want... What, what aren't you fucking getting about this? You're on the dance floor. You're in a nightclub. We're pushing you in a barrel full of chestnuts. You're wearing a Robin Hood hat. You've got a stick and you're using it to enthusiastically part couples on the dance floor, especially if they look like they're in love.
1: There ain't no love up in this club. No,
0: there's only sex. Raw fucking. That's another thing you say through the megaphone. Just raw fucking. Wow. Wow. And I'd like you to, like, lean over the barrel and just, like, make eye contact with anyone you go past who you're wheeling past. And you get, like, an inch in front of their face and you just go, raw, fucking. Wow. <laughs> raw, fucking. That's so... not...
2: I mean, you can objectify people
0: if We're they're... We're up all night for good fun. We're up all night for some raw,
1: fucking.
2: Every once in a while, someone will... Want to objectify me, and in turn, they'll be like, and I want you to objectify me back. Let's pretend that we're both sailors or something. And I'll be like, what? Why don't we just be friends? But, like, I I know that some people like objectifying and to be objectified for brief periods of time, for like, you know, 15 (laughs) minutes. And then they want to end after the sexual fervor has. uh, Oh,
0: yeah, I like to be used like a fuck object. Yeah, that's fine.
2: You know, human nature, just trying to get in there, instincts and whatnot. But for me to just look at people <laughs> I've never met in a wheelbarrow, nude?
0: Not a wheelbarrow.
2: Oh, it's I'm a, sorry, a barrel? A barrel, barrel with wheels on, wheels on it.
0: It's a wheelbarrow, yeah.
2: Yeah, sorry. It's a wheeled barrel.
0: Yeah.
2: And And just the most objectifying, sexually objectifying <laughs> statement I've ever heard. Just one inch from their face telling them. It's sort of a command and it's sort of just an announcement, I guess?
0: Yeah, it's a concept. (laughs) You're in the nightclub sharing concepts and you haven't even mentioned the chestnuts.
2: Yeah, I don't. It's hard for me to wrap my head around That's what will
0: seal the deal. They'll be like, normally I'd be offended if someone, like, was wheeled up to me in a barrel with a Robin Hood hat on and just went, raw fucking. But. I did notice the chestnuts and I have a suspicion that if I reached down there and pulled on his anchor, there'd be even more chestnuts <laughs> under that hat of his.
2: Cuz that's what you
0: want. That's what they think. <laughs> you want to see It's the hat you're thinking about. Like what's under there? No, it's not. You're thinking about the chestnuts under the hat. They're probably the best chestnuts. The chestnuts that we're seeing in the barrel, those are barrel nuts. I want them hat nuts. They do get to keep them. I mean they don't know that every time you've let the chestnuts tumble out from under the hat. You've just gotten a handful of more barrel nuts and shoved them under
1: there. Well, but you selected those barrel nuts, and obviously then that would mean that they're of a higher quality. So I think it works.
2: I've got no eye for this stuff. You're, you're really giving me a lot of credit. That's undeserved, I think.
1: I don't know of anybody who knows more about nuts than you. I mean, you're a nut expert.
0: I do like mixed nuts from Target. You're a nut fancier. I do like nuts, yeah. I I I, I wish I could. The big irony of me... Is that no matter how gay I get, I am literally, genuinely allergic to nuts. Really? How's that for a... How is that for, for something
1: that I've just said? I mean, it's just tragic, really.
2: It's a definite irony. It's
1: awful. I mean, Alanis Morissette, I think, wrote a song about it.
2: Yeah, I was thinking it was Morissette-esque, the
0: situation. It was, uh,
1: yeah, you ought to know, I think, right? It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh... You ought to know that you shouldn't eat nuts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Imagine... What? Imagine what hell is like. Ironic hell. That's People think that hell, rather than all fire and brimstone, is like irony stuff. You know, like um, if Donald Trump were to die and go to hell, it would be like, oh, you can have all of this money in this bag, but also inside the bag
1: are brown people. And he'd
0: be like, oh, no, I can't believe it. That's, that's Donald Trump. I wouldn't
1: want to accidentally touch the brown people when I'm reaching in for the money.
0: Oh, no, I might I might touch the brown people when I reach into the money bag to eat the money. That's your Trump impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone, it's me, President Donald Trump. I'm not racist. I just hate people of different races.
2: That's what he wanted to... He's clarifying that point because there was some confusion.
0: We're going to build a wall, but to save money, we're going to use copies of Pink Floyd's The Wall.
2: (laughs) I could see that. I could see him saying that. But, uh, I I mean, I have to wrap it up soon already. That's fine, um, because,
0: like, I I realized um, almost immediately after I started doing my funny Trump voice, there was no material in it. It's completely unsustainable. It's really hard. It's totally unsustainable. Yeah. Like the economy under Trump. There's a political joke. It's hard,
2: because he's uh, he's he, he does stuff that's beyond what people who would make fun of him could do. He, he outdoes it. Even if you love him, you gotta admit, you know, he's pretty. Uh, he's pretty wild. It's pretty pretty different.
1: I will say this: I guarantee Donald Trump would absolutely one hundred percent reach into that barrel. He wouldn't even ask. Yep.
2: I did have a. Uh, it's not a good week to do it, but I just can't help it because who knows if I'll. If I'll live through, the three years, the, live through the week, who knows? I've got a neck and... I've got a pain in my neck. It's new. Maybe it'll kill me. Who knows? So while I'm here, live with you guys, I'll tell you, I just think about this, and I don't know what to do with the thoughts. I'll be alone. I'll be thinking about a blank TV screen, and it's black, and all of a sudden, there's a D on the screen. Not, a, not that kind. The letter D. Okay. And... You just hear,
0: Dunst. I like where this is going.
2: And then the D explodes. And then another D comes on. And you hear, Dench. I'm like, wow, Dunst and Dench. Of course. Why haven't they gotten together before? They both have these names that just feel like you're eating like crackling oat bran when you eat them. Like, crunch, crunch. And then, of course, Defoe. And they're all together. Dunst, Dench, and Defoe. In some sort of love triangle, but I can't... It's all I I really got. I know Defoe would have some... I've got this. You've got this?
0: I've got this. I've got this. Willem Defoe is in the 1920s or something. He is an investigative reporter for the Boston newspaper. I'm an investigative reporter for the Boston newspaper. And I've been told that there's some cults going around. What? Bad cults worshipping weird alien gods with tentacles and three dicks. Ain't that some bad shit? I've been given a mysterious letter, but I can't describe what's in it. So I'm just going to keep talking about how alien and unknowable it is. That way you think it's weird and scary and I don't have to describe things. I am on a boat now going to a secret island fucking hell i'm going to a secret island where the cult is so he goes onto the island because he's heard from a letter that we won't read aloud but the viewer is assured it's proper weird and gibbering and he he just i keep saying the word gibbering so that people know it is like madness and shit um can you tell whose work i'm satirizing here jonathan
2: uh, it, it, it's related to that theme song that really gets under my skin, the reanimator theme song. It's that guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. So goes on this island because an evil cult is going to wake up a sleeping god that is going to eat everything and the god is played by Brendan Fraser. I'm asleep under the ocean, but I can't wait until Kirsten Dunst and damn Judy Dench from 1923 do a spell to wake me up. And that is what's going on. Up in the mountains, Kirsten Dunst and Dame Judi Dench are doing evil spells, la 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 la, la 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 of ash and they do it. And oh, the point is, it's going to be called the the Dust Dench Horror. <laughs>
2: I was just thinking it would be like Three's Company, except with Durst, Dench, and Defoe, where, you know, the landlord's like, What are you doing in there, Defoe? And he's like, Yeah, I'm munching on some Dench. And it's like, Oh, I guess you're straight then. Fine. You don't have to leave. You remember the plot of, of uh, Three's Company. It was like, he pretends that he's not...
0: Never seen it. He
2: pretends that he's not attracted to women in order to live with women. But yeah, the... the um. The the magic one was good, too.
0: No, it wasn't.
2: (laughs) Considering I threw the idea out, you workshopped it very well. It was a workshop. We were in the workshop.
0: I just wanted to get to Durst-Dench Horror, and the moment it came out of my mouth, I realized it didn't work like it was working in my head.
2: It worked for me. felt like uh, I was spooked a little bit. Halloween's coming. This picture in their faces, you know? Defoe's face like an Aquaman. It's just all... Wet but dry, and old but young. You know, sparkling eyes but evil teeth that are just gonna chew you up. I felt
0: it. it made me feel it. That's good. Well, Jonathan, do you do you feel more famous at the end of this? I do. I'm,
2: I, I I thought I was gonna lose my Twitter followers again, but nope. Uh. Still hanging, hanging tough at twelve thousand nine hundred, which is so many, so much more than. Most people got. I'm really grateful for that. Alright then. And it's all thanks to you, I think.
0: Yeah. And I got that hat too. In the hands of a skilled comedian, Durstench could work.
1: Where do we find one of those? I think you gotta
0: pay exorbitant shipping fees for one.
2: I think I heard that, but I'm just gonna not hear that.
0: <sighs> Bye everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Goodbye.
1: Tell me what the matter is, tell me what the
0: matter is, tell me, tell me, tell
1: me, what the is. Boston's Favorite Son was performed by Jim Sterling, Conrad Zimmerman, and Jonathan Off-Road Rules. Editing and production by Justin McDaniel. The intro music is Freak Out by Chainmail. Road Rules Northern Trail was an insipid show that shouldn't have happened.